What you're about to listen to is part of the Podgods Network. If you go to podgodsnetwork.com, you'll find other great shows there too. Have a nice day. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. Welcome to the 88 miles per hour podcast. That was weak. A weak intro. Come on. We haven't been around for over a week and you're like, hey guys, welcome to Bear. You should have had more enthusiasm behind it. Be like, hey, we're back. Like, instead, you're like, hey guys, my name is Nada and I like to poo on my head. I don't know. <laughs> have more enthusiasm, man. Let's do this over. Let's just, just pretend the first part didn't happen. All right, let's. Let's uh let's do it's a reboot, you know. The first part we did it was terrible, but now we're doing a, a reboot of the film. So do the intro all over again. Ready, go. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back with the eight eight miles per hour podcast. It's been a while and I just laughed very weird before I did this intro. You laughed? I am Renata, of course, if you don't know me, and my co host. And I'm Sanch. It's during the week. We couldn't record earlier in the week because there is this... If you saw, there's a picture that I posted. A neighbor crashed their car, and then from the outside, the the following day... So we were supposed to record on Tuesday, but what happened is that's when the neighbors hit the, the fence. So on Wednesday is when they started moving everything all the stuff the the car tow truck all this noise was being made so i'm like christ it's picking it up on the mic so we didn't record and that's why we were in the recording the following day and then we decided you know what from now on it's like ah you know because we always would normally post on wednesday or thursday but now it's like we decided you know what we should have our shows on the beginning of the week so every monday you're gonna get a brand new episode of 88 miles per hour podcast on monday so you can most of you hate Mondays or hate the beginning of the week. Well, how about we try to make it, you know, easier and better for you by providing you with a new episode of 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast. So, yes, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I just figured, I was like, I usually have Monday-itis, so it's a really good thing to have a nice upcoming episode for you to listen and enjoy. Yes. And, um... I just, I hate Mondays as it is, so. No, no one likes Mondays. I mean, unless it's your Friday, technically. Like, say you work the weekend and then you have, like, Monday, Tuesday off. Then you love it. You know, because it's like, it's my day off, brr, you know, but. My um, karate teacher said to love Mondays. Like, every day we were in Monday. He was like, it's a beautiful Monday because you get to start off the week fresh and new. And I'm like, no. I'm like, it's not. Like, we have to go back to school, and we have to work, and we don't have to play outside, and it's not right, and the Mondays are bad, so. And there's a there's a song, um, what you want to call it, called, it, it's, uh, it, it, oh, wait, you know what, no, no, I realized that actually, ah, Christ, it's a, it's a song from, um, that was released in 1979, so I'm not gonna, 
you know. But it, it, for some reason, like, it, it, like most people were like talking about it still in the early '80s. But I'm not gonna talk about. It. Well, who cares? I, I'm, you know, I'm just gonna bring it up anyways, just because it's it's kind of. There's a song called "I Don't Like Mondays." And it was done by the Boomtown Rats and, you know, Bob Geldof. He ended up doing, he ended up playing Pink Floyd in the wall uh, of Pink Floyd. That came out in the 80s. Um, but anyways, and they based it off of a song about some some uh, 16-year-old girl who went, who fired at children in a school playground. And I, she killed like two and injured like eight kids. And when they when they uh, caught her and everything and they asked her, like, why the hell did you do that? Like, why did you shoot? At this, like, playground thing, you kill two people and injure, like, eight kids. She, all she had to say is, like, I don't like Mondays. <laughs> this livens up the day. So, like, she, that, that that was her ex- excuse, like, as to why she did what she did was, I don't like Mondays. Well, that's what you do. You don't shoot people. You don't shoot kids. But she doesn't like Mondays. <laughs> yeah, so, and then they wrote a song about it. But, yeah, so I just thought I'd throw that out there, and you know, really quick. That is the most horrible thing to do. Oh, my God. I, yes. If I was there, I would kill her. I would. I know many rivers, people. Many rivers. Many rivers? What does that mean? It's for me to know and for not you to find out. No, so. seriously, what does that mean? Um, many rivers? Is that like a, a, a mob reference? Like, you know, you're going to sleep with the fishes. <laughs> Sanch, we all know that the mob doesn't exist, okay? Oh, okay. The mob doesn't exist. I love that, like, you're winking, and it's just like, well, there's no one's watching this, so it's not like it so, really so works. I just want to know, people think that the mob doesn't exist, but, like, it doesn't exist. It uh-huh. does exist, but it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. It does exist. Come on. Right? It's real. I don't know. You're I mean, part of the mob. That's why I always have to be nice to you, because if not, they're gonna, you're going to put a hit on me. <laughs> Hey, come on! There was that one video, yeah, from from the Don himself, you know, from <laughs> Mr. Cavallari or what? How do you say yeah. your last name? Did I say it right? Yeah, I said it right. Yeah, he's like, you better listen to what did he say? What was the video? He said, "Check out the 80 miles per hour podcast. If not, I'll bust your head." Yeah, exactly. Scaring everybody to listen to our show. <laughs> That's cool. It would be awesome if like he really did that. Like we. Like the secret camera, like like you ever see uh, like Howard Stern, where they go out into the public and they ask people random questions. What if my dad was just like, "If you don't listen to the Eight Miles Per Hour podcast, I'll hate you." Okay, okay, I'll listen to it. How do you do it? Go to Podbean dot com or Stitcher. I <laughs> like, there you go. Just... That's how your dad should should do our show. <laughs> He'd be our promoter. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Over the wrong go. ways. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. The mob is behind our show. <laughs> You look. Hey, you listen to a podcast? Now nah, what's a podcast? Well, now you do. <laughs> it's a good show. <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> I think you like this show. You know. <laughs> Anyways, all right. So let's get into it. Let's get into the all the '80s talk and everything. Um, we have a lot to talk about. This is a very special episode. It's a tribute episode. But before we get into all of that, you know, let's get into some shoutouts. Hey, everybody, Sanch here. Uh, we had a little bit of a technical difficulties in the beginning of the episode. I realized, I'm like, oh, I got to change out the batteries. So at one point, I ended up stopping it, having to fix the editing and all that. So, like, it's going to sound like you're going to hear, like, maybe a jump cut. So it's going to be like, what the hell? Like, what's going on here? Is, my, is it my, my device acting up? It's like, no, your download is fine. It's just uh, I should have changed the batteries earlier. But don't worry. So continue listening to this new episode, brand new episode of 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast. Boom. 
All right, now it's time to get into the topic. I mean, not the topic. Christ, I said that wrong. But who cares? It's time to give back that love of the love you give us. It's time for the shout-outs. Fans. Well, our first awesome shout-out goes to Scooter Computer 70 And he subscribed to all of our episodes on iTunes. Yeah, and he actually took a picture of it and linked it to our podcast and saying, wait, not our podcast, our Instagram and said, you know, I I subscribed. You guys are awesome. And you're awesome. You're even better than awesome. You're amazing. Thank you so much for downloading all of our episodes. Yeah, man. Thank you very much. Dude, that's awesome. Our next shout out goes to... Hold on, I can't see her name. Okay, the, oh, here we go. The Last Glow. And this person is new to the podcast. He liked all of our pictures. A uh, big fan of Hal Ramis. So I figured like this is, should be a really awesome shout-out for him, especially this week, since we are dedicating the episode about Ghostbusters and Hal Ramis. Mm-hmm. Mostly about Hal Ramis. So this shout-out goes out to you. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> Um, our next shout out goes to Guns Money Honey. <laughs> I, like <that. laughs> I like that name. That sounds funny. Yeah. Guns Money Honey. Um, you were very enthused. Whenever we talk about our new movie that we always talk about, she's always there asking questions and just giving her input on what the movies are to her. And we, we automatically respond back to any type of feedback that we get from any movies. So this shout out goes to you. So Guns Money Honey. Yeah, well, not automatically. Don't, don't, you can't lie to the fans because they're going to be like, wait a minute, I've commented and it would go days before you guys reply. Well, uh, we do. Well, like, I we mean, never, we like, reply. All right, don't, don't worry. That is going to change, ladies and gentlemen. That The only reason why we lagged on that aspect of it is because, like I said, I run another podcast, so I forget to log in so I don't get the notifications. And, and with uh, Renata over here, she's, she's, um, you know, with, with school and work and all that nonsense and me going through crazy hell right now with everything that we're just like we see it oh we'll reply right now when we have that opportunity and we forget so but we reply but don't worry you know holding you it's kind of like we're doing a whole new different take of our show so if you leave a comment we'll get to you within the few hours that you leave it so if we don't reply right away it's because i'm probably at work or something or not it's like maybe probably she's pooing or something but at that point we'll (laughs) we'll reply so don't worry interact with us we interact back all right continue going okay and there's been some spams and if you don't know what a spam is on instagram you like all of our pictures all in a row and just constant like just Comment, comment, like, like. And they go out to Lorita0920, sorry, Lorita0920, Jinx0488, and um, DC Villain. You guys are awesome for doing that. I could tell you seem really enthused and excited about the show. So thank you. And then I want to give a special shout out to Vinyl Calling. It's an Instagram 
and they sell all types of records and vinyls, especially with my segment on Sundays, which you will be getting today, which is for the record, it's Sunday. And it's usually an 80s song that's very iconical or it goes with a soundtrack to a certain movie. And it's just showing my love for that song and why I love it and just some input on it. So every Sunday, look for, for the record, it's Sunday. Um, but this uh, Instagram, it's called Vinyl Calling, and he, they pretty much sell records. And, you know, you can look them up, and they have records such as Back to the Future, Weird Science, 16 Candles for a good price. So those are all my shout-outs for today. Mm. So very much. Awesome. And then the the, the show shout-outs that I got to give is to the Yelp cast. Uh, I know they've been um, putting our promo on their, their podcast. Uh, on on the the because it was the Twitter that they had contacted us, us um, and they're like, hey, you know, can we get you know your your guys's email and this and that, and we're like, yeah, why not? And then they so the Yelp cast that they're they're part of. Um, are they part of the Podgods network? Yeah, they are. Yeah, I'm sorry, I, I had a little bit of a, a you know. I, I never liked the term brain fart. That's stupid. But but yeah, they uh, they started. Um, what you call it, uh, giving us a shout-out technically, like putting our promo on their show. So I started doing the same. So I have them currently, so that's the show you hear. But all right, so I want to give them. And then just right now, there's a, someone who's, like, been massively commenting on our on our, on our our wall lately is uh, Never Share Toys. Um, <laughs> yeah, so the, 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 their, check out their page. It's, it has a lot of great like 80s toys and everything but this person guy or girl not sure has been loving us constantly just leaving a ton of comments so thank you sir but if you want to look in at some awesome toys you know uh check it out so check out his page so yeah so there we go that was a shout out for the week just wanted to give back to some love and if you didn't hear your name it's not that we forgot you or anything but you know hey we're gonna start doing different things differently we're actually gonna try to do you know interact more with the fans um give uh you know uh do different shout outs on 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 the actual instagram to you know even try to do some contests that you guys could could win you know like you know hey we we hey, you know test yeah so. like we're, we're gonna yeah we're gonna start doing stuff to involve our fans so if you if you want to you know pop you know win a dvd or a blu-ray like an 80s one you know it's like you know we're gonna start doing these cool little contests so, so stay tuned to our instagram because we got a lot of things in store because we're this show is we're changing it because we want to like fully interact with you guys because the one thing you guys been interacting with us but we want to somehow you know bring the show you know, to, to our fans to, like, make it for them to be like, oh, wow, these, you know, they, they gave back. Like, oh, you know, because it's like, that's why that's we so. appreciate our support. You support us. We love you. What? Thanks thanks to them. We're at, like, three, 320, like, followers on Instagram. Exactly. Like, you know? Yeah. So that's why. So we want to give back to you guys. So stay tuned to that. <laughs> all right. Now let's, let's just talk all 80s. So there's something that... For those of you who are huge 80s fans, I mean, honestly, like, chances are the reason you're listening to this because you enjoy the 80s. But there might be something you might not know exists out there because there are some people that maybe don't even watch primetime television. And there's this show that me and Renata love called The Goldbergs. 
<laughs> yes, great freaking show. Renata's been wanting to talk about this show for a while now, and I'm like... For a while. <laughs> yeah, I mean, since day one, actually. Since they're like, we should do a Goldberg's episode. I'm like, oh, of course. We'll do a Goldberg's episode, but the reason why I'm bringing it up is because not this past week's episode, but the week previous, I'm, uh, I, I'm not sure, maybe... How you? I think the I think the episodes on our abc7.com or something like that. You could probably watch full episodes there, but they had an episode called Goldberg's Never Say Die. <laughs> that was probably one of the best episodes like so far. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of funny moments, but when you go actually back to '80s movies and you collaborate them with the TV show or something like that. Like, it's just amazing. And should I tell them, like, if they don't know what that title it refers to, like, what movie? Should I say it? No, yeah, because that's the that point way, of right? what we're bringing it up, yeah. Okay. Well, it's it's The Goonies. I mean, that's a classic 80s movie, you know. It's about kids on an adventure to look for some treasure, and they wind up getting involved with, you know, just a bunch of thieves and murderers and... Well, don't explain they, the Goonies. We got we're talking about the okay, show so here. Like, People right, know the Goonies. Adam in the in the show, Adam Goldberg, who is a writer and is a producer for a lot of television and movies these days. He wanted to do a show based on his life. And one of the things that he really loved as a kid was one of the movies called The Goonies. And so it kind of they they put him in the outfits and the Well, hold on, hold on. I mean, you you kind of started going one way and you totally went a different route. I, no, it's just... So no, no, no. Uh, hold on. All right. Well, she started explaining Adam Goldberg, why he created the show, and then she went right into the the base. She <laughs> she left out the most important part. Well, he wanted to do a show about his life. When he was growing up, he constantly loved videotaping. Like, he was a huge geek nerd of, of what we are, what all of us are really into now. He was that then. He loved everything, movies, like... You know, just the toys, everything huge of the 80s. And he always had a video camera recording. He recorded his crazy family. So what he did is he based a show called The Goldbergs off of his family. Now, it's not, you know, some of the characters are obviously like, you know, like there's a sister in the show and he didn't have a sister. But one of the brothers kind of based it, you know, so he was, you know, he kind of obviously for TV standards, they changed it up a bit. But that's what it is. So when you watch the show... It's, it's, you hear a narration, almost like the Wonder Years. It's like, that's what they did. Like, they kind of did a Wonder Years vibe to it. And you hear a narration, narration by pa, uh, Patton Oswald, And he talks about, he's like playing, um, you know, Adam Goldberg as an adult saying, oh, I remember it was 1980 something. And it's perfect they say something because when they say something, uh, they, they have no continuity with items. Because that's the one thing when you see movies. It's like, wait a minute, that, you know, I talked about it in The Wedding Singer, like, wait, why are they referencing that thing when that took place this time and it takes, the movie takes place in that time? So that's smart on their behalf, because then you can't label a year on it. But yeah, it's a really cool, and at yeah. the, you know, at the end of the episode, well, aside from that, that's what the show is about, you know, and it, it features a great cast, but, but one of my favorites, it features Jeff Garland. If you're a fan of Curb Your Enthusiasm, um, yeah. you'll love Jeff Carlin in this show. I love him. He plays a great father. I mean, reminds me of my father. Like, literally, like, my dad. Like, I remember growing up as a kid, my dad walking around in his underwear and this and that. I'm like, dude, when I watch this show, I'm like, who? I would never do that. I'm not going to be a grown-up man, like, with my kids walking around in my underwear. That's, like, 
how, and and then at the same time, like, all right, Renata, like, say in the future you're married and all that, do you, do you, do you, would you find that attractive that your husband's walking around in some tidy whitey? <laughs> Not really. I mean, I, maybe it was just really an old school thing to do. I mean, like, my maybe. grandfather never did it, but my great grandfather did it. Really? So, I don't know. Maybe it, it's whoever, like, the family, like, I don't know. Maybe when you have a rough day, maybe like you just take off your pants. <laughs> you just sit in there, like yeah. But like, I mean, they were more like shorts. Like nowadays, guys wear like really like I don't know the terms because I'm I'm just like not like what, what do you call them? Bo- like boxers and briefs. There you go. Well, boxer so, briefs, the ones yeah. that are like they're like shorts but tight, right? Yeah, yeah. Those mm-hmm. are boxer briefs. Then there's boxers, and then there's the tidy whities The the most nastiest unattractive thing that i like oh why would a guy wear t- that's just, come on like you know like come on ladies you listening really would you find that attractive you're gonna be with some man and then you're gonna get all nice and romantical and then next thing you know you got some some tatty whities like really <laughs> like oh yeah like come on at least boxer briefs boxer briefs at least like kind of you know it's like all right it's kind of like shorts but they're a little bit tight you know i don't know why are we talking about underwear who knows <laughs> <laughs> but anyways we're getting off topic yeah go back to to the the actual episode what goldberg's great show but go to the actual episode go for it renounce so adam of course he like the narration part of adam's he talks about you know one of my favorite movies was the goonies and that's all i ever watched and i wanted to be just like mikey and mikey was the main character in the goonies and He's like, I always wanted to find treasure and be with a group of friends and just have a one big adventure. So he gets this brilliant idea to grab all his friends, even his brother and his sister, to see if they could look for any type of treasure or something, you know, mysterious or anything like that. And they take all, like, the best scenes from the movie The Goonies and they they put them, they, like, dress them all up as the certain characters, and he labels them. He's like, okay, so you're gonna be Mouth, and, you know, you're gonna be, um, of course, you're my bigger brother, so you're gonna be <laughs> Brand, and I'm, like, they were just, like, labeling them all, and it's just, like, I, I don't want to get into the full episode, because I want you to see it, but most they take, like, one of the best scenes in the Goonies, and they put them into the Goldberg, so it's a really good episode. Yeah, it, all right, here, like, if you're a fan of the Goonies, and if you love 80s, who isn't a fan of the Goonies? I mean, even if you're not even 80s, Goonies is just one of those films, like, every every decade, there there's those, those movies that are, like, just, like, they're always gonna, can, no matter how much time passes... It's always going to be a movie that, like, it just, you know, it, it, it every decade has that. Like, you know, you, movies from the 70s, there's certain movies that no matter how much time passes, you'll be like, oh, yeah, like, Grease. Like, for some reason, that movie just, like, not for, I mean, it, it's actually a good movie. I like it. But it's, like, Grease. that one, it, it's always going to be, like, you know, the 80s, there's, like, Back to the Future. There's Goonies, you know, stuff like that. There's other 80s movies that came out, and they're, like, meh, whatever. Even in the 90s, you know, there's always going to be movies in the 90s that, like, come out, and then you're, like, oh, I, I just remember, you know, so... So that's the one thing with the Goonies. If you're a huge fan of the Goonies, this episode, seriously, you could actually find the whole full episode on imdb.com. Just search the Goldbergs and if uh, you could actually see the, the full episode. Um, but like I said, I love when when they not necessarily do spoofs, but when they recreate 
like scenes because I used to do that. Like that's why I really love this show so much because I did that as a child. I used to always have a video camera. I would be recording and I would make movies with my my friends. Like we did one, we did UHF. And that's a movie that Weird Al made. Like, we, you know, we did a, a, the whole end scene to Home Alone. I know that was in 80s, but I'm just referencing that. You know, we did, a, like, a lot of stuff that, like, I would always videotape. And that's why, like, I love that how Adam Goldberg does that. The sad thing is, all my, all the, the camera at the time before my dad let me use his camera, it was my friend's camera, his sister's camera. So a lot of movies that we made during his stoner pot days he recorded over because he was like oh i want to record this and he didn't think it was important so all my footage is gone like all these cool movies we made are gone because you know his dumbass being high but anyways (laughs) if you like i said if you like the goonies watch this because it's seriously like you just see how how exact like even the music like whenever they're like in the attic in the goonies and you hear the little music the little like it sounds like a little kind of like piano but higher like you know like that I actual know, music i know you're talking about they play that like they do that the the cindy lopper song the get enough for you it's get enough for me it's get enough it's get enough for me yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> i just got all in there <laughs> But they play I, that. Every time that song comes on in the movie, it's like everyone knows it. And like when you hear it on the radio, it's like, and you don't, and I feel bad for Cindy Lauper because like you, you can't appreciate her when that song comes on. You just appreciate the Goonies because that's really, that, you know, that's so true because actually, yeah, you're right. Because when you hear that song, you don't picture like, oh, Cindy Lauper, y'all that, you're like, oh, that, the Goonies, yay. You know, that's so true. Like you forget the artist on this song. It's all about the Goonies. I mean. And, and, and have you ever have you ever seen the music video? To to yes, it's, it's cool because it's a two part music video. They mm-hmm. they they shot. I don't even. That's awesome. Like the no one does that anymore. But they shot two whole videos for this song, and it's like a, a it's the same song in each video, but the first half it's like it, it tells a whole story. It, it it just plays through a story. Even Steve, Steven Spielberg makes a cameo. All the WWF wrestlers of the time are in the video. The Goonies come out. Not all of them, but some most of them come of them. out. Yeah, most of them come out. You know, the, the, they're on the set, the pirate ship. Like, it's so cool. But, like, the, 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 the in the Goldbergs, the way they use that song is hilarious. Like, you gotta watch the, the, the episode. Please watch it. Um, it, it's, uh, it's a great freaking episode. Check it out. Like if, like I said, if you love the Goonies, you'll love this episode. They they actually do it pers- almost like exact the way the movie would play out. He even does his line. The the line that Mikey says is like, "It's our time, our it's time, our done. time down here." Yeah, you know, Troy's bucket. <laughs> yeah, and then you know, I just want to point this out really quickly because I I want to wrap this up. Um, but I was listening to this other this podcast and it and it's um. If you want to listen, I can't, Christ, I, I don't even remember. Uh, I'll, I'll post about it, um, but it was called Fat Man on Batman, and I think, he, I, I can't remember uh, who he, Kevin Smith, he does a podcast about, like, Batman and everything. A lot of it's been lately, like, 80s Batman, you know, the comics of that time, but whatever. He was talking to um, one of the one of the guys that does a, a comic, and he talked about that he used to work for Richard Donner, and Richard Donner is the guy who directed The Goonies. And he said that when he was working for Richard Donner, the guy who now does, like, works for, for DC Comics and everything. But at the time, when, when, you know, early in the day, like, you know, in the 80s, 
he was working for Richard Donner and then like into the 90s. Actually, I don't even know the time frame. He said Richard Donner had this closet and he said, yeah, there's this massive, well, it, w- it wasn't even a closet. It was a big old room that was like a closet for him because he just stored a ton of stuff and he was going through there and he said he actually found the script to the Goonies too. So there's a script to yeah. Goonies too. He said like, there's a script. He's like, I read the script. He's like, I was like, holy crap. I was like, but he didn't really say much more about it. But I was like, oh my gosh, they actually wrote a script. I had no idea. I know they're, they've been constantly like Sean Astin, Mikey, who plays Mikey in the, in the Goonies, Sean, you know, and now he's in the Lord of the Rings and all that. And Rudy, you know, <laughs> he, he's every now and again, he all, whenever he runs into Steven Spielberg, he always asks him, Hey, when are we going to do the Goonies too? When are we going to do the Goonies too? So. I don't know why I'm telling you all this Goonies info because we got to do a Goonies episode. So we'll be doing a Goonies episode first. Okay, anyways, now let's, you know, (laughs) enough of the Goldbergs. Just watch the Goldbergs. If you love 80s, seriously, watch this show. We'll do, you know, so anyways, I'm handing it back to Renaud's. Okay. So, I mean, I have to go into my fashion beat and it's not going to be anything big, but I was in the store the other day and I just had my eyes just went starstruck over this particular type of outfit. And I thought, Oh my God, this is so eighties. And I used to love it. And what I'm talking about is overalls. <laughs> I mean, even though when we do kind of think of overalls, we do think of nineties, but it's, st- it really started getting big in like the mid late eighties. And you know, it just late eighties, became- early nineties. So that's why yeah. it, it, you're, it's, that's why it does. That's perfect because it does. It, it's something that was in the 80s, but it lasted to the 90s. The only difference is the 90s was the one strap. The I one just, strap, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, and any when I was little, like back in good old 1997. Um, but I, I was born in 1993. But I did – I have a picture. I was in overalls. So maybe I could put that up for a throwback Thursday for this week. So yeah. you get to see me in overalls. But um, it was pretty much like a good casual, playful outfit, you know. I mean, you could be – fashionable with it as a girl and yeah. you could like still and still get away with it being comfortable and um i think uh one of the big stars in the 80s like 1986 um about last night with demi moore mm. and she wore um overalls yeah so, you know that's what everyone was like the iconic movie of her wearing overalls and she wears overalls a lot like she was in ghost and she wore a lot of overalls <laughs> she's just horrible in ghost seriously I feel like she was just a wimpy character. Like, she was just like, I like, you know, my husband's gone, but you're acting very suspicious and you're coming. And it's about the guy who he works with who stabs him. I don't want to get into the ghost, but we'll talk about ghosts maybe some other time. But no guys was ever, no guys could ever pull off, I think, you know, the whole overall look. I mean, some people can, some guys can, but not all. And, like, I mean, 1982's music video of Come On Eileen, in the music video, they all wore overalls. Yeah, and I know there's a, which, oh, yeah, Cruel Summer by Bananarama. They, yeah, they I was going to up. Yeah, they wear overalls, too. It's a cool, cool summer. It was in Karate Kid when he's on his bike. I can't even do the dance. It was a soccer scene. Yeah, that's why in the beginning he's he's riding his bike to school, and that's when the scene starts, and and then it's through that, it plays throughout the whole time. He shows up at school, then he's playing soccer, then he goes, "This school sucks, man." <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Go anyway. Oh, and then Renata, just to, you know, you, some of you fans might be like, "Wait a minute, she's no, no, no." Renata didn't say we'll do ghost 
later, like as if another, we'll do an episode on Ghost, because Ghost came out in 1980, so we'll do Ghost movies, you know, later on, meaning that, because I heard that, I'm like, oh, no, she said Ghost, meaning we'll do movies like, you know, Poltergeist, you know, that was, you know, in the yeah, 80s, so we're, that's what we're, what she, characters, yeah, what she referred to, she wasn't talking about we're going to do an episode on Ghost, because Ghost was 1980, no, she's referencing the fact we're going to do Ghost movies, and, and, you know, it'll be in time, probably in Halloween time, close to there, I but anyways. So the overalls. Did you buy a pair? Um, I'm waiting because they're really expensive. Macy's has like they're like wait wait wait. What? Eighty bucks? Eighty bucks for a pair of overalls? Go go to a thrift store, man. Like you probably find some cheapy eight of freaking overalls there. Why would? Oh my gosh! I see. I roll. I I wore overalls, but this was in the early '90s when like it was a, a hip hop fashion. You know, like like because all my friends they were all in the hip hop, so I just went with. You know, I, I mean, I was a kid, but I just went with it. Like, all right, you know, because it's like that's what you do. You you and when you're a kid, you usually just follow. You know, and like you follow the trends or whatever. So it was like, the one yeah, strap. <laughs> yeah, it was the one strap. You know, you did hip. You would dance and all that. You know, and. It wasn't until my my freaking seventh grade, junior high, when I realized I was like, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to like what I like. And that's when I was like, I love rock. But anyways, yeah. Uh, overalls were, yeah, they were they were pretty big. Yeah, come on, Eileen. That was probably really what you pictured, those guys in those overalls. Man, overalls. Chicks in overalls? I don't know, though. Like, But the short ones. I mean, not the long ones, not the long pants ones, but like cut like more to the shorts. Like, Oh, okay. Are- yeah, those are those are I like those. Those are pretty on chicks. Yeah, like like crop tops, and then like you like 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 really like um. Why did I say chicks? That was so stupid of me. I mean, what? I'm sorry, people. That just sounded dumb. Like so, like <laughs> sex is like, oh yeah, that looks good on chicks. I sounded like a, a typical, hey baby, what you doing? You know, like that's so dumb, man. I apologize for that. You that's know, not me at all. As Renata, however, once labeled girls as chicks. I've never. What the hell was that? I'm sorry. That's just like him looking into the distance and like having like a, just a daydream of just like, oh yeah, I look really good. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, back to the show. <laughs> but I think everyone has those moments. Like, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, and just I, I really liked overalls, and I, I just can't wait to get a pair. Maybe I will go to a thrift store and get them. Yeah, you'll get them cheaper there. Seriously, you. I mean, that's where hell. I was able to find my whole Marty McFly getup at a thrift store. Did you? How long did you search for? Like about like a I, in one there? day. I went to a thrift store that's close by over here. In yeah, one but day. like how many? Like did it take you long? Because there's a lot of clothes in the thrift um, stores. No, I mean, and honest, maybe at most I would have to say it was way under an hour. Because I just walked to the men's section. I'm like, all right, gotta find jeans. Oh look, this looks like a perfect. Because I don't own jeans. Like the only pair of jeans I own are those Marty McFly pants. <laughs> I hate jeans. I, I love wearing dress slacks. Why? Because a jean, like, all right, when it's hot, it just feels nasty all upon your legs and everything. Like, oh, like, jeans just make, it feels like hotter and you sweat. And as a man, I mean, you guys, you know, I mean, Perry, you know what I'm probably talking about? Gets a little hot, you know, down, and it's just like, oh, when jeans, no way. I, li- I like dress slacks. Whenever I'm out, I, I wear always dress slacks. That's, I, it's just like, I love them because they're comfortable. They're, they, 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 you know, when it's hot, they still feel nice on you. Like, they're, I just love it. And it's just very dressy. I love being a dressy guy, you know. I, I, I wear a t-shirt, but I love dress slacks, you know. Um, 
But that's the thing. So so I bought those pairs of jeans. I found the vest. And yeah, so I was able to find everything within an hour. Charles, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, because I watched Dog Dynasty not too long ago, and that's the theme song, you know. But it's not like by Z. Never I like them in Back to the Future 3 when they came out with the double back. When they're right there, it's like, all right, let's let the celebration begin. Oh my god. I like that song. That's beards. <laughs> I know, freaking. And I like that the guy whose name Frank Beard doesn't have a beard. What is that? Come on. <laughs> all right. So there we go. So is that your fashion beat or you still got more? That is my fashion beat. Awesome. All right. So right before we get into it, I'm changing something now. Before I used to do like, hey, the year the movie was released, I would look at what was the number one song at the time. But lately, all the songs that have been number one, I'm like, that, I don't like that. Like, here's the thing. Renata has her re- record, uh, what was it, Sunday Records? I'm for sorry. The record, it's for, yeah, for the record on Sundays. That, Renata, that's her music. Me and her have different tastes of 80s music. And it's perfect because we're going to give you two separate types of 80s music. for Because we just want to introduce to you music that probably you don't listen to or you don't even know about. Be like, you'll check it out. Maybe you'll love it. Maybe you won't. So that's why. So mine, I'm very like new wave, like like just keyboards i love like that type of music like when it comes to like um like just give me a synthesizer and i'm like i'm rocking it so i love that that style of music um renata's music hers is more like just like i mean um i don't really know how to put it but i know a lot of it's very soundtrack style music so she she loved like she did the the streets of fire which it was on the other night when i got home from work but it was really late so i didn't end up watching it did you watch it no no no. it was really that's what i was just saying it was really late um so i didn't end up watching it but that's why like we have different tastes of music so so we're gonna give you but anyways so i i decided i don't want to do that because the music that i that was we would play because of the the song the movie or whatever number one was music that me and Renata are just like, man, you know, I know Renata's parents are like, oh, I know that song, I know that song, but I'm like, that. that's like, ah, I'm like, I want something entertaining, so I thought I'd change it up, so now what I'm gonna do is like, all right, what, what is, what is usually something that you remember about the 80s when it comes to movies and that relates with music? Soundtrack, so I'm like, okay, well, since we're gonna be doing Ghostbusters in a little bit, I want to talk about the song Ghostbusters, the the theme song. Come on, it's like when you think of Ghostbusters, the movie, what do you think about? You think about the freaking song. The Ghostbusters! It's something strange in the neighborhood. Who you gonna call? And I know, like, at that time, because he really had, like, no time to record it. Like, he, he actually was like, you gotta create this song, like, quick. And he's like, uh okay he only had a few days to do it so i know in that song i think he had like his girlfriend at the time and like his sisters or someone just do that ghostbusters or whatever but i mean everyone knows that song if you've seen the video they're walking down freaking uh what's that the town times square yeah times square with you know he's all the ghostbusters are with him they're all walking they're like and then there's cameos of a bunch of actors going you know, a freaking Chevy Chase, John Candy, you know, Melissa Gilbert, you know, Jeffrey Tambor, you know, like all Al Franken, Danny DeVito, you know, like you have all these people are like coming up and going, go, you know, so I mean, the, the, the video is good. It's just that the one thing about this freaking song is that everyone says like, oh, you know, no, not everyone freaking Huey Lewis, you know, of Ghostbusters fame 
said, hey, wait a minute. You stole my freaking song. That's my song. Because they went to Huey Lewis. They went to them and said, hey, can you do the song for us? But Huey Lewis already had did Back to the Future. And he's like, well, I don't really want to do this. Better, better. You know, or... Or, I mean, I, I, I think, wait, no, I, I think I read that wrong. I believe he didn't want to do it, so then that's why he did Back to the Future. I may have got that info wrong, because I remember reading it long ago. Because um, I know if you go to, like, to Wikipedia or whatever, it says that he went to go do the song, like, you know, and they're like, hey, can you do this? And he's like, I already did Back to the Future. I don't want to do it. But then Back to the Future came out in 85, yet Ghostbusters, how the song, the soundtrack came out in 84, so... Who knows what that story is, but the truth behind it is that he sued, uh, you know, the company, you know, the studio, the, all of them, Parker, what's his name, Ray Parker Jr.? Yeah, he sued them saying, like, you stole our freaking song, you know, and it's just like, okay, like, you know, so but they pay- he probably thought it wasn't probably going to get any big, so, like, you know, when it finally, like, everyone started liking the song, he was like, yeah, you stole my song. Well, it was right away, because, like, the, he said the beat was the same, because if you listen to Huey Lewis in the news, the... Like I want a new drug. Um, you know, and then you hear Ghostbusters. You know, it's the same thing. But here's the thing, though. If you listen to freaking um on the what is it? Uh, Christ, it's the pop music by M. I think the pop 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 music. Talk about pop music everybody better i don't know whatever but that song pop music if you listen to that it's the same beat so he that band was like wait a minute Huey lewis you stole that from us so it's kind of like back and forth because if you listen to pop you hear it pop pop music so it's like a bunch of people stealing yeah everybody's just stealing each other's music like what the hell like calm down peoples all right so so yeah so i mean there you go like everybody you know if you have a, a halloween party renata you love halloween your dad loves halloween you know you and your boyfriend you guys get all dressed up in character everybody loves halloween i'm assuming when you go to a halloween party ghostbusters is always gonna play oh and- yeah like we, i had a halloween party a year yeah last year what am i talking about and Ghostbusters on. Yeah, you. It's, it's always. It's like it, it, it's the same. You know, Oingo Boingo, Dead Man's Party is always gonna play at a Halloween party. You know, yes. Ghostbusters, Monster Mash. Like, there's. Yes. It's always gonna be all those songs. You know, so so that's why it's like Ghostbusters, such a huge song. That's why I decided to change up my 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 freaking segment and then just focus on. You know, if whatever movie you're talking about, if there's a, if there's a soundtrack, we'll talk about the soundtrack. So this is my new host segment. I don't have a name for it, but 805 Pete, you usually come up with stuff. Um, you know, so, um, I really loved your little catchphrase, hey, keep it retro, so I'm gonna try to fit that in somewhere in one of these segments one day, but, um, but yeah, like, uh, you know, and the song could have been completely different, because they actually went to Lindsay Beckingham, the, the guy who, who, uh, who did, uh, Holiday Road from National Lampoon's Vacation, Yeah. also, you know, a freaking, you know, Harold Ramis film right there, you know? directed by Harold Ramis, you know, um, and, you know, so that's Egon, you know, right there, but we'll get into Vacation uh, pretty soon, but yeah, Holiday Road, I love that song too, Holiday Road, Holiday Road, I love singing, ladies and gentlemen, if you already know, (laughs) I love to sing, but he, they went to him and he said, he turned it down, because like, I already did a soundtrack, right? I don't want to be known as the guy that does soundtrack music, right? Better play. So, Ghostbusters could have been different. 
But anyways, all right, so there you go. My new segment, Ghostbusters, you know the song. I wanted to talk about it. I gave you some info about it, some history. People stealing everything. You know, Ghostbusters, what the hell? <laughs> this damn... That damn bass line, it, everybody steals it. I'm going to do a song one day. Me and Renata, we're going to do a song and use that damn beat. All right, so everybody could sue us. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Now it comes time for a somber moment. Um, the geek world lost somebody i know originally um il il tino i believe um he he was like hey you guys should do a uh, robocop because robocop had come out and and um i was like oh you know what yeah like uh, you know let's do robocop because it's perfect it fits with the time the they did the remake so we were gonna have a whole a whole month of of movies based on remakes we were gonna do robocop first we were gonna end up doing adventures and babysitting because they did the sitter with with uh uh, what's his name? Jonah Ray. I mean, Jonah Ray. Uh, that's, that's another comedian. Uh, Jonah Hill. There you go. Uh, you know, we're going to do that. We're going to do The Karate Kid because they did The Karate Kid with, you know, Jane Chan and all that. So we were going to do a bunch of movies that were, you know, remade and stuff, you know. Um, like we were going to do The Running Man because they did uh, Hunger Games, you know. <laughs> not nah, just kidding. Um, but, but seriously, so, but then this happened. And I'm like, how can we not give tribute to this guy? I'm like, he, when it comes to this guy, he he is just... You think 80s? I mean, come on. Like, some of the greatest films in the 80s, Ghostbusters, come on. That's one that just, to the end of time, you're always going to remember, you know. Uh, freaking National Lampoon's Vacation, another film. You know, uh, Stripes, come on. And and then even, um, uh, Christ, it, it was right in the 80s, uh, Caddyshack. Caddyshack. Uh, that was that was 1980. You know, I know he also did you know Animal House, but that was 78. Groundhog Day, and that was 93. Analyze this, 99. You know, so um, 2002. Yeah, yeah. So so it's like you know, but you know, but 80s. I mean, come on. He either directed, wrote, or co-wrote, or even starred in these movies, and that's why it's like. So we decided this week we're giving you Ghostbusters. So let's start off with Ghostbusters. I've talked a lot already, so let, I'm gonna have Renata start off. You know, obviously we're okay. we're oh, I listed. We're gonna start doing our reviews a bit differently. They're not really reviews, but normally we would just tell you why we love the movie, and we just kind of go into it. But obviously, you all know that we love the movie, so we're gonna do it a little bit differently. Um, how we how we talk about the film and. And it's just going to be more like how you and your friends would watch the movie. So we're not just going to flat out be like, oh, I love the movie because it's great. Yeah. You know, it's like kind of, it's like, no, we're going to get more in depth on the movie. So, so the, you know, anyways, go ahead, Renata, take it away. Okay. Well, we are doing Ghostbusters. Um, it's a great movie that I think every geek in this world probably knows and loves. Came out in 1984. Um, if you don't know the plot, it is about um, unemployed um, Paris uh, psychology uh, professors who just one day, you know, get bored and want to have, like, this, like, evacuation ghost group and service. And they create themselves as the Ghostbusters. Wait, 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 what? They don't get bored and just do that one day, nerd? Well, I mean, like, they, they were very passionate about it. I feel like they were bored and they were just like, oh, let's do it. no. Want to set up a shop and do no, it? No, 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 no. What happened was they they had you know they they worked at you know they were at the school and then they were all about like trying to do the psychology like you know freaking Bakeman had that weird thing with the test. They were, they were already unemployed. No, no, no. You're saying that oh they're just bored. What happened is they finally get the call. 
from from the freaking from the library, right? Because remember, Ray runs into the room. He's like, "I got news." And then there's there's freaking Bakeman with the chick. I mean, the girl. Why the hell am I saying chick all of a sudden? And with the with the girl, they're right there together. And then that's when they go to the library. They're there at the library, and they finally like, "Wow, we finally like this is the first time we we have like we seen a ghost. This is real and this and that." They get back to the school. They get kicked out. At that point, that's when you know Bakeman's like. You know what? This this is like a, you know, um, kind of like a blessing in disguise. Everything I can't remember the line, but he's talking about we could do this. We you know, and then that's when Ray he ends up mortgaging his parents' house or he sells his house or some. I think he, he puts it. He mortgages it. They get all this money because they're like, this is happening. Now we could start our own thing and the paranormal investigating. So it wasn't that they were just bored. They actually. No, this stuff is real. They 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 saw it for themselves, and they thought, "Hey, we can do a business behind it, make money, and be rich." You know, the, even at one point when they're walking out of the bank, he's like, "You know, just franchises alone can make us rich, and all this and that." In which that was the original script. The way the movie was going to take place originally was Ghostbusters were going to be like the fire department. It was just going to take place in like in the in the future where. They were just like the fire station. The idea and all that was supposed to be like, yeah, they, they like they get a call from a ghost. They're just ready to go whenever, like, yeah. So they're all over the place. So they're just like they're all yeah. over. There's Ghostbuster departments all over the place, and you know. So I mean, the the, the movie took. I mean, John Belushi was supposed to be in it. You know, he was supposed to. You know, and Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy was supposed to be in it. And why Eddie, was Eddie Murphy? Because he was doing probably like trading. No, come no, to no, me. no. The reason why Eddie Murphy just turned it down. See, because the script was completely different. Even Chevy Chase was asked because Chevy Chase, he actually, I think, in one of his books or an interview, he said like, yeah, he's like, oh, I would have loved to have done it. But the thing was, the script they brought me was completely different from what the movie was. So Chevy Chase was gonna and later on is like, oh, damn it, I would have done it, you know. And that's why when when John Belushi, he was already set to do it. But then he died. So they're like, okay, now we got to switch it. And that's why Eddie Murphy turned it down. And originally, Eddie Murphy, like the, the um, what's the, I can't think of what's his name, Ernie Hudson's character. Uh, Winston? Zed- yeah, Winston. Yeah, Zedmeyer. Yeah, Winston. Um, That character was way more in the movie. Once Eddie Murphy declined on it, they cut that role in half. And that's why Winston comes in later. But anyways, I just wanted to give you the plot. I had the correct Renata. It wasn't about them being bored, you know, and like, let's just do this. No, no, no. I had the correct her. But anyways, keep going. Yeah, there's just like, it's a great movie. You know, it it has a lot to do. I mean, they're just, all of them are just hysterical. They're just like, they're mm-hmm. all have, they all have different types of personalities. Personalities. I mean, between Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd, I mean, like, just, they're always going back and forth, and um, and so is with Harold Ramis. And I, yeah. You know, we really didn't point out Harold Ramis, like, I mean, like, we, we you kind of, like, talked about Harold Ramis, and then you were like, and it's Ghostbusters. No, I know, I was, I mean, I was going to get into it more, but that's, I mean, I did give him a, you know, I, I did talk about him, I talked about his, his whole filmography, basically. Yeah. And, of course, like, there's so many good lines. And there's so many quotes and stuff that you can memorize. And just, like, you could just, like, okay, I told Sanch earlier that when I watch this movie, everyone makes fun of me. Because all the lines that I really like from the movie are just really corny lines that they're, you know, they're funny. And, I mean, like, because it's, it's typical guy humor. Like, there's some point they're like, okay, guys, suck in. Or the Ghostbusters, and, like, they hold in their stomach. <laughs> I crack up every time during that because, 
guys in general, they just like they feel like they have to impress even when they're on the job doing what they got to do. They're like, yeah. okay, guys, there's ladies involved. We have to either slip back our hair or like you know suck in our stomachs. Yeah. And it's, I just find that, you know, funny. What other lines? Um, where Ray, at the end of the movie, he, except, he explains, he's like, well, Ray is Dan Aykroyd. And he, like, says, listen, could you just take these ghosts, like, and just, like, you know, send them back to where they're from? And he's like, great, thanks, Ray. Like, you know, like that was great. <laughs> That's all you got to say? You know? And then he, like, that is another one of my favorites. Like, because he just tries to be all dramatic with it and then, like, I was like, all right, thanks, Ray. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's there's always like yeah, there are little lines that I enjoy. I like the part when they're first doing the trap when they're catching Slimer, in which yeah. Slimer was originally called Onion Head. And they I think Dan Aykroyd said that was the ghost of um of John Belushi. That's what Slimer was to them. But they I guess originally in the script they was labeled as Onion Head because I guess the the way the, when they built it together, it smelled like onions, so they called him Onion Head. But it wasn't until the cartoon that they gave the name Slimer. So that's how we know him as Slimer because of the cartoon. But anyways, uh, I like the part when juice they're boxes. Huh? Like I didn't have them, but like there was juice boxes where it was green. Oh juice. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had it. I I drank from those. I thought they were good. I'm like, I like, you know, and I drank them. They were yummy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wish I had them. Uh, but, well, um, it's because you weren't around then. You know, you were still. As we put it, you're sleeping. Because whenever when oh, we would like- <laughs> when we were when we would watch home movies when, when back like when you know because we have a lot of footage of the '80s, but my little brother wasn't born in the early '80s. He was born in '89. So whenever when he was a kid and we would watch home movies and stuff, he would ask, "Where am I? Like, where am I? Where am I?" And we would say, "Oh, you're sleeping." You're sleeping. We would always say that. Oh. You're sleeping. So that's why, the reason why you didn't have a juice box, because you were sleeping. <laughs> um, it's the most adorable thing ever. I love that. <laughs> so, yeah. So, if you so don't want to. I'll be like, I was sleeping. Yeah. So, if, so there you go. Parents, if your parents, you have kids and you don't want to explain like, well, you know, well, because you weren't born yet, this and that. Just say, oh, you were sleeping. <laughs> That's what we used to do. But I love the, there, I, I love, there's great lines there. The, I love the line. It's just, like you said, there's just little things that just make me laugh when they're first doing the trap. And then he's like, all right, I'm going to press it. He's like, don't look at the trap. And then Egon's <laughs> like, I looked at the trap, Ray. And his face, is, they always makes me laugh. And I'm like, oh, there you go. Harold Ramis right there. He's like, he's just like shooting. And he's like, I looked at the trap, Ray. Because <laughs> he's telling him, don't look at the trap. And he's like, I looked at the trap. Like, oh, crap. You know, the other line, too, where when he's like, he's like, uh, when they first go to the office and what's uh what's the uh, uh walter peck when there he's like yeah this he's like this dickless man here whatever so on and so forth and then he's like that's when uh the mayor is like is this true <laughs> and then bakeman's like yes <laughs> this man has no dick <laughs> I love that line. Also, too. Oh, I love when Bill Murray goes up to uh, uh, Dana Bennett, Mrs. Bennett. Yeah. And, I mean, um, Barrett. Mrs. Barrett. And he, she's like, oh, I have to take her back to her heart so I can check out Mrs. Barrett. I mean, I checked her in yeah. the apartment. <laughs> he's such a perv. He shows up at his apartment and he's like, he's like, is there any? He, he looks at the bedroom. He's like, anything going on in here? He's like, no. He's like, oh, shocking or something like that. He's like, even her face is like, really? Like, what the? Like, he's all, like, hitting on her, like, by, like, wow, I would be, like, if I was the female and I'm, like, this man's in my part, I don't even know him well, and he's already, like, coming on to me, I'd be, like, get the f*** 
out of here. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, leave. Like, uh, you know, but obviously for comical effect. But, but Bill Murray always played a very, like... I don't care, right? I don't care. Attitude. I like women. Like, especially in Stripes. Stripes, he was just, like... Like, he was just very pervert. Like, not perverted, but I mean, like, he, he just, like, he always wanted to just be with women. Yeah. And so did Howard Ramis in the movie shows, but... Yeah, um, that's what... All right, well, I just want to end off with this last line that I loved. I think this is honestly my favorite line, because I always laugh, like... And I never understood it as a kid, but once I got older, was yeah. when when the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, and they first, like, set him on fire, like, they shoot the, the rays at him, um, and then... Um, they're like freak out. They're like ah, and then that's when like he's like, oh, I never thought we'd be killed by a, by you know, a man in a, a or whatever, yeah, whatever Ray says. But then that's when the line is like, he's like, we've got this all wrong. This Mister Stapuff is okay, you know. He's a sailor. He's in New York. We get this guy laid. We don't have any trouble. And I don't know why that song, that line always makes me laugh because because <laughs> it's just Bill Murray's like, who knows if that was improvised or what? But you know, yeah, back in the day, sailors they got home, they you know go and out on leave and they do stuff. But then. You know, I'm freaking, I just, I don't know, it made me laugh, but, um. Like, we came, we conquered, we kicked ass. Yeah. No, it's, we came, we saw, we kicked some ass. Oh. Yeah. Damn. That was a fail on my part. It's okay. It's okay. But, um, but overall, Harold Ramis, you know, he directed, written, acted, he starred in a lot of great movies, he will forever be missed, and it's just a lot of when when he first, when we all first found out that he passed away, like there was a lot of like art dedicated to him. A lot, like there was one on Instagram where um, it was him and the rest of like the Ghostbusters crew, like you know, like supposedly like Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, and stuff, and they're all waving at him because now he's a ghost, and like he's in the little, he's about to be in that little ghost box, and like it's like. But it's upsetting because you're like, that's just horrible but awesome at the exact same time. Yeah. But I just find, you know, he, he was a good person. He was, I mean, not like I don't know, like I don't know him personally, but he seemed like he was always a very um, nice guy on interviews and he was funny. Why, you know, I want to just say, <clears throat> because you were sleeping during this time, but you probably saw it later on. Um, they did the the Ghostbusters cartoon, you know, and that's where you know they got they gave Slimer the name Slimer, um, and I loved that cartoon. It was such a great freaking cartoon. Like I felt it was kind of dark for kids, but anyways, my point being is that why did they give Egon white hair? Like if you watch the cartoon, Egon has white hair. Yeah, but he doesn't have white hair in the show. Like. You know, it's like it's it's black in the mo- I mean, in the movie, it's black. Yet in the cartoon, I, I don't know why they did that. They changed it. They made um, Dan Aykroyd's character uh, Ray, his character. They made him like more fatter. You know, but I like because it's like they made him more like a child in the in the cartoon, like kind of more like a child at heart. Because he was, he was kind of like that. Like in the movie, he was more like you know the child at heart. Um, you know, Fakeman. Yeah. You know, he did the he was saying the same character and Winston. But yeah, I just never understood why they gave Harold Ramis's character Egon white hair. That made no sense to me. I, you know, maybe it they it came off as like they wanted to put their own little twist because, you know, of course they changed the name of Onion Head to Slimer, and you know they did pretty much change all the characters around, 
And I don't, um, maybe, maybe they wanted to make them look older. Yeah. Change them up. But I mean, I know a lot of cartoons, like, I mean, I wasn't around for a lot of cartoons. Yeah. I mean, I, like, like that dealt with a lot of 80s movies. Yeah. But I've seen them as I got older. Like, there was the Bill and Ted cartoon. There was, and then there was the weird science sitcom. Like, it was like the TV show, but it wasn't really a cartoon. They did a lot of stuff. But, um, yeah, they change a lot of stuff around compared to, to movies. Sometimes they feel like they have to do it, and sometimes it's like, you know, you know. Well, I mean, I'm just talking about the hair. That made no sense to me, why they would change his hair from black to white. So, I don't know. I thought it was weird. All right, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously there's a bunch of, they change stuff. I just didn't, like, again, the hair, I don't understand it. But, yeah, I mean, you know, cartoons, the movies, they, I mean, you know, Beetlejuice, I think, is the most famous example where I... Beetlejuice and Lydia are friends in the cartoon. They hang out, yet in the movie, yeah. <laughs> he was, like, trying to marry her and have his way with her. Like, I don't know. But, yeah, back to Ghostbusters. Um, I, I, you know, there's so much, like, I, I can just tell you, like, oh, I love this movie because the acting is good. The story, you know, but there's so much about this film. Like, one thing is, like, I, wa- you know, I, I recently just watched it because I'm like, I need to watch it again. Check it out. And the, the beginning with the librarian that scene that the, the just the effects like i love because it looked really good i'm like i'm watching it on hd and i'm like damn like this still looks good it doesn't look crap because that's the one thing that's sad about certain 80s movies if you, you watch the visual effects today and you're like uh that looks kind of crappy you know but like i know if you in some scenes in ghostbusters like the, the only really one scene really does look bad is the part where the dog is um is chasing what's his name uh what's rick Moran- rick moranis's character's name uh lewis yeah tully. lewis yeah tully right yeah lewis tully um when he when he's chasing them across the the, the street you see the, the 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 crazy demon dog that yeah. lo- that just looks terrible other than that though the whole movie like it, it just looks great like i love i love that they did so much practical effects that's the one thing um, I'm gonna I'm gonna repost this on 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 our Instagram, but I had posted this previous like long ago on Brothers Bear. But I had a a thing about uh, it was a picture of Stay Puff, you know, Marshmallow Man, where he's crossing. He's it's they have like a miniature like street with the the, the park, and he's walking and. And I was like, man, like, that's what you don't... If they redid Ghostbusters today, or they made it today, all of that would be CG. And that's what really made this movie good, because it's like, you saw practical effects. Like, you... For some reason, Hollywood is so about, like, computer, computer, computer. But, man, there's so much stuff that they could do. You know, a movie... Like, The Thing, that... You watch that, there's no cgi it's all practical and it's some of the best special effects you know like uh, uh, aliens i mean look at the way the aliens looked you know like i mean and 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 right here you got those demon dogs they're all like like when they do the close-ups on the dog and everything and like you know it's like it looks so good like you know like even like slimer even though they have that effect he was still a, a, a created creature 
But then they added the effect on it so it looks like you could see through him. But they still built him, you know, the librarian. They still built her. Like, they do all this stuff that's so practical. And they're not going to do that anymore. Like, you know, like when the, the dog hands pop out of the couch when they grab Dana. Remember when they grab her and then she slides through the door? And you yeah. see the door and the first the door is like something's popping out. Like, they, that would be CG. And that's why, one of the reasons why I really love this movie is the whole practical effects. They had miniatures. Like, you know, they had, like, if, if like, they're looking out to the city, they actually just did, like, it's not even a real city. Like it's, it's like, not, like, it's stuff that you could just be like, oh, that is so cool. Because we're just so, I guess, dealing with just computer technology and a lot of animated effects. And it's yeah. kind of, like, boring. I mean, I mean, you kind of want to see, like, you know, real inventions. Like, you know, you want to see something explode or you want to see, like, a creature. Like, let's go back to the original, like, yeah. let's make the robots. And, you know, like, let's not, like, make them all, you know. Yeah, computer, like, CG. Yeah. Like, do it practical. That's what I, That's my huge complaint. I get the studios, it's all about money. It's much cheaper just to have somebody created on a computer than have all this crew build all the set, all the miniature sets, all the of the movies. If you think about yeah, it, yeah, I mean, it, it, like just gone. It, it, I mean, if you think about it, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I love. I mean, that's why. Like, that's one of the things like about this movie is like the practical effects is is um is great. The one thing though, like, like I, I I'm just watching the movie and I'm like, what the hell, like. When I, I mean, I loved this movie as a kid. Like, honestly, I watched this on Betamax all the time. Like, I, and as a kid, I never really understood a lot of the jokes. Like, I had no idea on certain, like, like especially the scene where, where it's a montage. And you see Ray, he's laying down in bed and he's dreaming. And then he's laying in a bed and there's this, like, female ghost hanging over him. Well, originally that that is actually a deleted scene that they just put that in there. But it, there's a whole scene where they go to, I guess, like a fort. Of, uh, and, and it's haunted and it's like an old civil war fort and he like puts on the costume like he's like oh i'm one of the generals and i guess he lays down because he's tired or something and he falls asleep and then an actual ghost comes as a kid i just thought the oh why why is she taking his pants off you know and then he like rolls his eyes back and falls back i didn't think anything of it as a kid i just laughed whatever but not realizing you know as i'm oh, and yeah. a, as an adult you know the ghost is doing something special for his eyes to roll back and i was like what like it blew my mind like as a child yeah as a child i didn't know that but when i got older i was like whoa (laughs) a ghost is doing that wow you know um it's like when when you i hate that like when you see a movie when you're younger and something like i guess dirty just like happens to be involved or like a joke and you don't get it till you're older and you're just like why did i laugh or why did i just find that was funny but not the funny way that you would think about it now yeah Yeah, like another thing too like this is one where as a kid as an adult i got it as a kid I was more confused because I thought it was weird where in the beginning, you know, where Venkman, he's doing the test, the, the, the car test where it's like, yeah. well, you know, and he's with the girl and the, and the, and the guy as a kid, when I, I like, who knows how Bill Murray was probably in his like late twenties, early thirties at my, probably in his early thirties at that time when the movie was made. Um, but to me as a child, he just looked old. Like, you know, when you're a kid, your parents just, just seem old. They were young. 
but they seem old. So I always found it weird as a kid being like, why is he hitting on that teenager? That's kind of weird. Like, I didn't get that. I was like, but I didn't realize that they're in a college. She's of age. He's not that old, you know. But as a kid, I thought that's what it was. I mean, I'm, I'm talking 80s kid here. I'm talking about 85, 86 kid thinking like, that's kind of weird, you know. Like, oh, old, uh, that old man and little girl. Like, oh. But as an adult, I realized, I'm like, oh, I was wrong about that. But, you know. Going back to practical effects, the eggs, remember when, when Dana gets home to the apartment and the eggs yeah. start popping up? That was cool. That was, like, that would, you know, that would CGI that stupid stuff, you know, but right there, the eggs are like popping up, like, and I was like, ah, oh, that's awesome. You know, that, that's so freaking cool. That egg effect is, is really awesome, you know? Um, one thing is, uh, uh, what you call it? What was I gonna say? Um, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I have, like, I do a what the F moment on Brothers Bear, but right here, I really, I've, I've, I've wanted to do this for Brothers Bear, but I never got to. But what the hell is up with those snobby people in the restaurant? I know. It's a, it's a, they could see right through those glass windows or doors or whatever. He's trying to, oh, Lewis is like, help me, someone, let me in, let me in. And then the dog's coming. And can they not see him being attacked by a dog? They just turn away. It's like, obviously, if he's up against the door, that means the dog is attacking him against the door. Someone's bound to just kind of glance over and be like, oh, what the like, they're just a-holes. Like, they're just going to ignore this guy, like, saying, hey, help me, let me in. What if he was... Let, let's just imagine that dog wasn't there. What if it was a mugger who was about to kill him and stab him? Yeah, all these people just ignored him. Like, what the hell? Is that New York people? If we have fans in New York, is that just, like, New York people of that time? Like, what the hell was that? Like, he's running. I would have been like, uh, we should probably just check. Like, send one to the way. Like, a waiter would have been like, uh, what's going on? You know? I don't know. That was just was like, what the hell? Somewhat eventually help. I think it was more of a comedy or, like, you know, just, just something, I guess. Well, I mean, I know it's a comedy, nerd. You're pointing out the obvious. I'm just saying. Yeah, like, I mean, it's like a, maybe they were just making fun of just the whole idea of just snobs. Like, you know, like, like but, like, really, they're like, rich, you know, rich yeah. snobs. They made them look bad. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just little things like that. I love, I love that for, you know, Carl Winslow, for those of you who grew up watching Family Matters, he played a cop on Family Matters, and here he is. For a quick scene, he's like, Ghostbusters. They want you. You know, he's a cop. When they're in jail, he's a cop. It's like, what the hell is that? Like, why is he a cop? Die Hard, another 80s movie. He's a cop. <laughs> like, why a cop? Perfect Strangers, he was a cop. Spinoff, Family Matters, he's a cop. Why, Why? what's up with that actor, Carl Winslow, always being a cop? I don't know. Maybe he's just good being a cop. Yeah, I guess so. It's like, maybe he really was a cop. I don't know. <laughs> you know and then uh, there's always like little things that i love in the movie that just make no sense to me at the end of the movie when they cross the streams okay uh, at the end of the movie when they cross the streams they it, it freaking the whole building blows up how the hell did they survive that that makes no sense like really like how the hell did they survive that damn blast well, how does a lot of people survive during movie scenes? Like, like, like when explosions are like, I mean, I notice this is no relevant to, um, to, uh, Ghostbusters, but Charlie's Angels, like the new, like, like the movie that from the TV show, like their, their house or like their, like, place to meet their office just gets blown up and they're right next to it. How did they not just die right then and there? But yeah. they were just like, 
<laughs> like just explosions like that, like that they're right in front of you. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. I I, I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> there, you know, uh, just to go back to Harold Ramis, he his character. Um, you know, we'll get close to ending it off here. His his character. I mean, I loved him as Egon. He, you know, he was a the the the, the serious scientist that that knew all had all the knowledge and everything and. And, you know, but he had comic effects. I know um, uh, when I was reading up about him that there was certain stuff that he improvised, like that scene where where they they're first at the the library, and then he's like, "Yeah, it's like if I would not have stopped." No, he's like, he's like, I, you know, he's like, I remember when I had to stop you from putting a, a, a you know, drilling a hole in your head, and he improvised that line. He's like, "Well, it would have worked if if you didn't have stopped me," and it's just like you know, he came up with little lines, and and I, I love how. How him and uh, what's her name? Uh, what's her uh, Janine? They were like a couple. Like they were like, oh, they're in the couple in the cartoon. They were like a couple. Yet for some reason, in, in the part two, they they made her and Lewis like a couple. Like why they take her? Why they take her away from from Egon? That was sad. Now he doesn't have a girl. Oh. Poor guy. <laughs> and there's little things. If you watch this movie, you'll always notice them. Uh, when when the hands grab Dana on the chair, one of the hands is literally just grabbing up on her boob. It's like really? yeah, <laughs> it, it's like uh, what the hell? Like as an actress, or, uh, I wonder if like she's like ah, go ahead, or like what the hell are you doing? So maybe she really was screaming. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, like I mean, in general, like you have to do things like that when it comes to Hollywood, like especially when it comes to just touching inappropriate places. I yeah. guess she can't be such a stiff. Yeah, I Especially guess so. For and Gozer, <laughs> Gozer looked great. It was like they—I guess it was like a, a, a model, like a, a French or European model. Um, and um, they they hired her to play the role, but her look—she looked like the infected from Twenty Eight Days Later. Like her eyes, the, the contact she had. Like she, they, seriously, if you've seen Twenty Eight Days Later or Twenty Eight Months Later or no weeks later. It looks like one of the infected. I love the way Gozer looks. That whole thing with like the the weird port or whatever, it just looks awesome. Um, but yeah, but just to end it off, I guess on this, as a child, like for years, I mean, like I said, I had a fear of zombies. I hated the scene when they were in the car. Ray and and um, Winston were in the car and they start talking about Judgment Day and how Winston brings up the dead rising from the grave because i had a fear of zombies and it's like talking about the bible and stuff and i'm like it isn't in the bible it means it's real you know because and i was like i used to get so scared in that scene because it always reminded me about zombies coming i'm like it's gonna happen because it's in the bible oh my gosh and i was scared i remember that 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 literally like you know ghostbusters is a fun movie but for years even until that i was a sophomore in high school but before i had such a fear of zombies that scene always scared me like it always like listening to that scene i got freaked out because i'm like holy crap and they talk about you know um revelations and this and that and the dead rights and i was like holy crap and that used to scare me yeah. so unless you want to get scared out of your mind do not read the book of revelation in the <laughs> yeah do not. so so yeah so i mean all in all it's a great freaking movie like i said we just we, you know there, I, there's so much i really want to talk about but we don't want to make this episode too long you tell us your things about this movie great practical effects Again, acting is, is is great. It was released in 1984. Um, 
such a great freaking movie. You know, great actors, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd. You know, they're trying to do a, pa- a part three. Just leave it alone. You know, I mean, Dan Aykroyd, Harold Ramis, they wrote the script, but one of the writers is gone. I know they're getting new writers, but just let it be. Don't, don't, you know, Egon, his character, you know, he's dead. What are you going to write in that he passed away in the movie or something? Like, just let it be. Like, don't, you know, Bill Murray doesn't even want to do it. So just, you know, leave it as it is. The right idea because, like, you don't want to beat up a classic movie. You know what I mean? You don't want to beat up something that, like, everybody, mostly a lot of people enjoy and love. And you're just going to, like, you're always going to have that in the back of your mind. Oh, Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2. But then there always was that remake that really wasn't necessary like oh, you know, they're not doing a remake it's a part three it's, it's a continuation remake, i'm sorry like a part three like you always have that th- part three that it's just, it's like there. the next karate kid the, the 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 girl version i love that version i love it it's, it's, it's horrible though i i get you know you could enjoy it like in the sense that's oh, a bad movie but it's terribly bad it's not a good movie get out of here people if you're listening did you love it or did you hate Ghostbusters? Okay. I mean, uh, the next Karate Kid. So, yeah, Ghostbusters, I know you've seen it. We had to give, you know, next week we're going to do another Harold Ramis. We're going to be spending a little tribute on Harold Ramis. Um, I'm not sure which one we would do. It might be one of my favorite Harold Ramis. I love this movie way more than Ghostbusters. Um, just because it's like, it's, it's always been a dream of mine to do one day. And I'm like, it's really like, I hope I, I want to do it. Cause I love cross country, like driving and all that. So I, I might, we might do vacation. I'm not sure based on what me and Renata need to talk about it, but that's why like we needed to give a tribute on Ghostbusters. We gave you some info. Like yeah, I, I said, we had certain actors originally were set to play. You know, John Candy was actually supposed to play the Lewis Tully role. But John Candy was going somewhere way far left. He wanted to have two dogs. He, he was going to have like a German accent. Like it was going to be a way different character. And then at that point, they're like, no, that's not what we want. So then that's when I believe at this point, John Candy said, well, there's my buddy, you know, Rick Moranis. Check him out. And then that's when, you know, he they brought him on board. Because I think there's another podcast where Rick Moranis was on. He talks about it. But, yeah, th- th- there was a whole com- – it could have been a completely different movie if John Belushi had never had died. But once he died, everything changed. But just imagine what could have happened. And uh, the only reason why we got – I mean, not the only reason why uh, – yeah, the only reason why we actually got Ghostbusters, I believe, too, was they were going to do a version of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And then when John Belushi died – I believe that's when they did Ghostbusters, or I don't remember that story. Yeah, honestly, I don't. I, you know, don't even call me on that. Just forget I even said that because I was retarded. Okay, forget that. Yeah. So yeah. So ladies and gentlemen, uh, that's we're back. We're, we're brand new episode. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, you guys loved it. Uh, ah, Christ. Uh, tell us, <laughs> tell us what you guys think of our of our show. Um, uh, what you know. Uh, just give us feedback on our on our episode like you know uh, we 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 love to hear from you guys even if you have negative feedback just tell us we could take it we're we're adults here but yeah tell us you know and just just tell it you know hey if you love ghostbusters just tell us why give us or things you noticed that maybe we didn't talk about or we just never had time you know so renata you know uh, you take it away uh just can you know go for it yeah um there's gonna be a lot of like new fun things we're gonna do especially um on instagram and you know we just we we like we like uh doing different things we like being creative and that's 
uh, one of me and Sanchez's big things that we like to do. But we fortunately were out of time, and we have to get back in our DeLorean and head back into the future. Nope, nope. No! You're saying it wrong. That's the one thing I, 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 gotta, I keep wanting to tell you about it, because you always say it wrong. We got to head back into it? the future. Because I, I, I always open up. You it's back it. to the future. Head back to the future. No, it's back to the future. We got to go back to the future. Because you keep Let's saying back it. in the future, but it's not back in the future. It's back to the future. How about this? You do it. All That's right. your thing. Okay. And I'll do that because I'll do the opening okay. and then you could do that. And I'm still going to give you guys an 80s song at the end of the episode, but I'm actually going to, instead of talking about it, really, because I, I forgot to pull one up, so I'm going to put all the info on a, on a post. I'm going to do it on a post so you guys can read about the band that I'm choosing but next week's episode, I'll make sure I have a song. I totally forgot it, so I apologize. But I'm going to have a song for you guys at the end. Um, but anyways, yeah, so it was great talking. You know, we were we traveled to, you know, June 7, 1984. But it's time that we get into the DeLorean and travel back to the future. <laughs>
everyone, Sanch here. Make sure to check out the Brothers Bear Podcast Live, a comedy show where two brothers and their best friend talk about everything from movies, cartoons, video games, comics, TV, music, and everything else entertainment. We are live every Monday night at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, only on RantRadioNetwork.com. Hey, sorry for interrupting this great podcast you're listening to, but I'm Cody from Yeah, A Lot of People Like That, a great new movies podcast. Myself, along with my co-host Charlie, sit down and attempt to catch up on some movies that have passed us by. Recent episodes include box office hits such as The Avengers and Silver Lungs Playbook, along with some smaller movies such as Cabin in the Woods and I Saw the Devil. Join us as we give a second opinion on movies. We'll also talk in recent movies, movie trailers, movie news, and just pretty much anything else we want to talk about. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook, and listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher. You don't have to search the whole long name of the show. We made it simple. Just search Yelpcast. That's Y-A-L-P-C-A-S-T. Yelpcast. Nice, short, and simple. Give us a listen. You won't regret it. Now back to your regular scheduled program. This has been a Brothers Bear Network production.